Hey everybody, Jack here. Uh, hey, just a quick note about this week's episode. Uh, Jake and I are still getting my new studio set up here, so we are trying to figure everything out, but you will hear there's a fair bit of echo coming from uh, my microphone in this episode. We are still trying to figure that out. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but hopefully that will be fixed soon. And uh, until then, I hope it's tolerable. Thanks. Bye. I've always kind of thought, had the thought in the middle of the summer when my house is really hot, that it'd be kind of nice to just have like a haunting or a possessed child that I could just lock away and then use that as like free air conditioning. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horror Cast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at adzhorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. Could you help an old altar boy, Jack? I'm Catlick. <laughs> yeah. And sitting next to Jake is someone who actually didn't go bowling with Goebbels. It's Mark. Yep, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And I gotta tell you what, boys, it's good to be back in business. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Last week we were all over the goddamn place doing Halloween things. I, I actually wasn't. I was in Minneapolis and Wisconsin. Well, we um, did a lot of traveling too. Yeah, all we three did of us were things. Then we all traveled. Yeah, all three of us were traveling independently. Yeah. Being an adult um, so is we hard. Yeah, it is. But we repacked some old cartoons episodes from the 40s for you. The episode wasn't from the 40s. The cartoons were from the 40s. This podcast has been around a while, boys. Um, but we're here now after all that nonsense. So it isn't Halloween anymore. But if you'll recall, we drafted one more Halloween movie we have left to watch. This is 1973's The Exorcist, which was the Mark pick. Yep, it was. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. And we will dive all the way into that real soon, and when we do, we're going to spoil the shit out of it, so fair warning on that, but come on, it's The Exorcist. Uh, but first, we've got to do the getting drunk part, so on that score, let's do beers for fears. Mark, what are your beers for these fears? So since this is still our uh, Halloween episode, despite the fact that it will be coming at you in late November, mid-November, uh, I, I guess I'm starting a tradition. I didn't realize I drank this for the uh, last year's Halloween podcast, but I listened to it today, and... Uh, I was drinking the exact same thing. So I'm drinking the Imperial Pumpkin Porter from Ep from Epic um, Pumpkin Beers. I haven't had Ugh. a pumpkin beer yet, so... Ugh. Oh, God, your time has passed. Oh. Well, no, 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 because well, it's like, it, you know, after no. Halloween, you, well, you got to do something with the pumpkins, right? So you might as well put them in beer. It's, it's why pumpkin pie. It's pumpkin pie season, Jay. Pumpkin beer season. Pumpkin pie. So you're gonna, we're going to grant it through Thanksgiving? Is that what we're going to do? I, I'm never going to grant it. I think it's always gross. Through Thanksgiving, Mark. Mark, you're basic. You're basic. I feel like you are entitled one pumpkin podcast per year. And you can just, I mean, it's up to you to time it correctly. <laughs> I, so gonna do I'm it doing my best Valentine's to time Day it next correctly. year. Wow. Valentine's Day. Wow. Hey, Jake, you want to bring us out of this goddamn tailspin? Uh, maybe. Wait, I wait, hold on. Sorry. I really teased you there. Mark. Any effort to tie the beer into the movie at all, or just that it's... I don't uh, think there October. are any pumpkins in this movie. I'm not even entirely sure this movie happens in October or November or I, the fall I, I, in general. It so. doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Cool. Cool. This movie's timeless. <laughs> none, Jake, none effort. It's, it's just a full tailspin. You need to bring us out of it. <laughs> well, I'd like to tell you, I, I, 
as you alluded you're hold, to, you're holding a Coors Light. I know. Well, okay. There's two things happening here. As you alluded to, uh, we've been traveling all over the place. We had Halloween type things that we were doing. Been drinking a lot, so I needed to kind of exercise some of those demons for my body. Ooh. And Coors Light is like the perfect thing without having to not drink alcohol. Right. Which right. Is off so, the table. So I have that on the side. Okay. Meanwhile, I have a Fort George. Oh, a Fort. <laughs> Tailspin <laughs> <an> worsening. <laughs> A Fort George magnanimous IPA because that I gotta tell to you, I gotta tell you. Uh, spoiler alert for beer selection: Father Karras, pretty magnanimous choice there at the end of the film. Yeah, yeah. and it is in Georgetown, Fort George. Yeah, uh, good time. I didn't even, even think about that. that. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. Nice, but I'm I'll, perfect. I'll do. I'll do that for you, buddy. Thanks. Just for you. Yeah. Um, I myself, uh, well, I've got a side beer of a bass. That's beside the point. That's a story longer than I can go into here. Um, but the, the, the primary feature, um, is Stone's Idolatrous IPA. This is a very religious movie. Uh, religion is all about idolatry. Um, and so Idolatrous IPA, it's a, you can't have this movie without idolatry. Fits perfectly. I don't know if you're saying that word correctly. I absolutely am. Okay. <laughs> you guys should bet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel like it. Uh, okay. I, I have one other thing to add, which is that I actually drank a beer while watching this movie that I forgot about, uh, and I'm just <laughs> now remembering. This I, better be fucking important, Mark. I drank a saga during this movie, and this movie really is a saga. It goes from one side of the planet to the other side of the planet. That's Wolf. quite a saga. Okay, since we're all saying stupid things, I have something else to say. <laughs> okay. I'm wearing a goddamn suit for this recording. Boys, vouch for me here. I'm just wearing a full suit. You are wearing a full uh, suit. Well, we're back it's, it's at least a half suit. Frankly, I can't see your pants, and I don't trust you to have them on. So, Can Oh, confirm. I am nude from the waist Can down, confirm. but that's just a special treat for Jake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, what? We're back. For the, I gotta be professional. This is a professional endeavor, so uh, suit it up. Uh, I am wearing a t-shirt and sweatpants. <laughs> yes, but I'm pretty sure that's what you wore to work anyway. So, uh, the, yeah, I mean, <laughs> pretty much. Um, hey boys, ordinarily, <laughs> it's been a while. What do you want from me? Continue. I'm bad at it, and it's been a while. Continue. Ordinarily, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about what else has been rocking our horror worlds, but that's just gonna have to sit for another week and continue to build up because it's ostensibly close to the start of November. Yeah. So it's time for the horror release yeah. roundup. Ostensibly, yeah. this will be coming out on the twelfth. <laughs> Now, over at the website, we did throw you, this came out on the first, we threw you mm-hmm. uh, a complete list of all the horror movies we could find coming out in the month of November 2018. A veritable compendium. A lot of them. It's yeah. like the horror, it's the ha- horror hangover month, right? After October? Yeah. Okay, cool. There's, sure. a, there's a, a number a of horror that. hangover months after October. I don't think people give a shit yeah. about horror until like March. Yeah. But, uh, but here if you're on the listening podcast, to this, chance you, chances are you do. That's true. And thank you, you, and we love you. And we do love you. And rate us five uh, stars, please. <laughs> we'll watch a movie that you tell us to. So we compile all the horror movies coming out in the next month, and we give you some thoughts about them. Here on the podcast, we are just going to hit you with the top one, uh, bottom one, and maybe a dark horse pick about what we're excited to see slash maybe have already seen, because it's halfway through the fucking month. Maybe. Um, why don't we start at the bottom, boys? What looks like a real stinker this month? Uh, Mark, why don't you hit us up with what looks like a real stinker? Sure. There's uh, one specific one this month that is the stinker. I don't like to do the layup of the worst one, but uh, Amityville Murders is just. I don't. I am flabbergasted by the fact that there's this many movies that have spun out of one fucking house. I'm kind of surprised, right? It actually it, is in the same franchise too as all that. Is shit. it? it it's is part. It I read. Uh, it seems to be a part of at least one of the Amityville franchises. 
the biggest one, as far as I can tell. I don't know. So, and that's kind of my point. How are there multiple franchises that are all called Amityville? Based yeah, around the same phenomenon. Uh, yeah, a pretty boring phenomenon. I'll tell you why. It's because of The Conjuring. <laughs> well, well, yeah, all right, fair enough. Uh, this, uh, this is, I mean, by, by far the worst looking movie this month. Uh, this is actually a high quality month. I think we'll touch on that in say. just a little bit, but. It's surprising for November. Now I'm going to pile on here, Mark, because I also picked, uh, this same movie as my bottom one. Okay. It's number one, unnecessary, wholly unnecessary. Yeah. Number two, as I watched the trailer, it doesn't need to have anything to do with Amityville. It, it just it looks like a generic anything. haunted yeah, house movie. Anything. Yeah, yeah. And so why did you make an unexciting haunted house movie and then unnecessarily tied into Amityville? I'm irritated because in two of different the name. Ways. Well, it's part uh, of the franchise, Jack. A long and storied franchise. A long storied. and storied franchise. Jesus. I'm not excited for this one. Um, yeah. Anybody just, else, any other movie you want to put on blast while you're at it? Not there, really. Bud? I will okay. say that this that nothing in the trailer looks all that terrible to me. But fuck, wow. am I unexcited. I don't know about that, though. Jake? You say I mean, your I thing w- now. I would have went with that. I was drinking some Coors Light. You got to relax. Uh, I would have went with that, but you guys both did. So I'm just going to go ahead and nice. give a quick shout out here to uh, Monster Party because this is the trailer this month that I actually had to go back and watch several times just to get through it. And that's it's rare for me. It's funny that you why. say it. I, don't I have know no why. concept of what this movie is. Remind me. <laughs> People go to a house. There's like a fucking purge style thing happening. I had to watch it seven times. Did you have one? to watch one seven times? Because it was probably this one. Is this the one that's like a whole shitload of stuff jammed in? Like they're cat burglars, and then they invade the wrong house, and then the guy I'm from not, The Wire is there? I'm it's, not even going to begin to pretend that I remember all of the things that were happening in this trailer that I watched seven times almost a half a month ago. <laughs> all I know is that I did not care for it and that it was boring. It seems like it's like The Purge meets The Invitation meets the host. Don't breathe? Meets, a little don't breathe in there? Ooh, maybe some don't breathe. And then meets like any number of those like Belko Experiment or Mayhem murder everyone in the office yeah. movies. Yeah. Meets yeah. Lieutenant Daniels from The Wire. Sure. You know, it's been a long time since I've seen The Wire, so I'm just going to smile and nod on that one. So, yes. <laughs> okay. I'm not into it. Not a, Jake, of, hot take. Jake doesn't like story. The Wire. Oh, Yeah. You heard it here first. Jake hates The Wire. He says it's the worst television show. He's no, 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 no. Not The Wire. Monster Party. Don't put words in my mouth. I know, that's son the of joke bitch. I was making. I don't care. Don't disparage my name. <laughs> all right. All right, God. boys. All right, Jesus. Don't disparage your own name for us. Exactly. Let's uh, let's serpentine this thing. Jake, give us, uh, give us your dark horse pick. What could be good, could be terrible, but is intriguing. Well, I got to tell you, I was like really, really tempted to give top one to the possession of Hannah Grace, but I can't. This, why? Because I'm sure that it's not going to be as good as the trailer made me think that it's going to be. I'm sure it's not going to be good. Yeah, it's a good I, trailer, though. The trailer, for some reason, it combined so many things. There was like the J-Hor herky-jerkiness. There was like autopsy of Jane Doe. There was some last shift in there. All of it, it looked pretty good, too. All of it came together in a weird way that when I was watching the trailer, it actually got under my skin a little bit, and I was shocked by that. <laughs> but I'm sure that if I were to watch this feature-length film, it just wouldn't hold up. I'm I a little res- bit scared that they put everything they possibly could into that trailer, and it's not going to have much more punch. I respect this pick because, it, like you said, it takes a lot to get you even mildly interested in an exorcism movie these days. Uh, ironically, we watched The Exorcist Well, this, that's this also week, the thing, but- too, is it doesn't seem like it's going to be much of that. It's more of like you're trapped in this place with this fucking freaky-ass creature. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm wondering where that part's going to come in. I I couldn't pay that much attention to this trailer because I got wrapped up in something they said early on in the trailer. They said, if you don't finish that exorcism, the demon's just going to wind up in someone else. Or I think they said, we'll find a new vessel. We should talk about that. Isn't that what happens with a normal exorcism? We should talk about that. Isn't that what happens when you... Isn't that the point of an exorcism? I kind of figured you were going to pick on the fact that they say that the cadavers are your coworkers. I was less worried about that. Oh. Mark, plus, you wrote before me, and you already made that joke. Well, you know, you're welcome to steal my jokes. As long as the joke gets made, you know, <laughs> that's all that really matters. You had already made it. <laughs> I hadn't no, made it... it on this podcast, though. God. Oh, I see what you're oh, behind the curtain here. Yep. God damn anyway, it. Anyway, that's the one that I picked as a dark horse. I that's think a good it could pick. be good, but it's probably going to be bad. It's a good solid it, it pick. Was, I was just flabbergasted that I was as into the trailer as I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I buy that. Uh, Mark, what's your dark horse pick? Uh, this is a hot take, but I'm going to go with Lasso. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Which is rodeo horror. I think yeah. I'm mostly picking it Deep. because of how unique it is. Deep. It's very unique. Except it really probably isn't unique. It seems like it's probably just going to be slasher with guy in rodeo clown mask. But, uh, you know, he uses a lasso to capture people, and it's at a rodeo, and I don't feel like we've seen that many implementations of that setting. And also, it's a little derivative of, like, Funhouse Massacre and murder. What was the what was the blood fest? Blood fest, yeah. So the, the trailer on this one was a little bit interesting, right? It seems to me like the ultimate thing could wind up going any direction from comedy, horror, to straight-up serious. And I, I have no idea where it's going to fall. I see how this would be serious. It's called fucking Lasso, dude. It's called Lasso. It's not going to be that it's serious. Called, it's like Dig Two Graves, if, Lasso. If this is serious, I would bet <laughs> you this is not serious. <laughs> Same thing. It's like I tie two lassos. not serious. <laughs> I'll you know what they say, you know, if you you're, you're going to tie a lasso no. for some for someone else, you better tie a lasso for yourself, too. That's that, how that, that is that's what they quote. say. You're right. Uh, yeah. Also, Mark, you you forgot about the other thing you don't see a lot of that this movie features prominently. Oh, what's Jonathan. Jonathan Patrick Flannery. <laughs> When's the last time you saw that guy in a movie? Because I think it's Boondock Saints. Because <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, I think it was Boondock Saints. Let me let me check my let me check my running log of Jonathan Patrick Flannery sightings. Yeah, it was the, it, that was the last time. Well, when's the last time you thought of him sensually? Oh, last night. He'd Good. prefer not to answer. <laughs> no, no, he just answered. He was very very forthcoming about it, Jack. Mark, yeah, I'm not ashamed of that. You let your lawyer object before you answer. Oh, I apologize. You, Are you my bitch? lawyer? <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. He wants to be. Only when, only when it's convenient. <laughs> Been trying to land that white whale for years. <laughs> Are you calling me a white whale? Yeah, buddy. Are you body shaming me? Yeah. You oh. look terrible. I'm going to sue you. I need to get a lawyer. <laughs> nope. Your lawyer says no. It's a bad case. Dismissed. Oh, okay. You're in a real bind here, bud. Look, um, I picked Lasso as half of my... Uh, okay. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> he picked yeah. it as the dark part, but not the... No, he picked it as the horse part. The Lasso goes the, the horse. horse. <laughs> the dark <laughs> part's going to be a different movie. Mark, I saw that you got so excited when you thought of that correction. I saw yeah, it look so your eyes lit up. He realizes an opportunity for the joke. Has it was, to seize that was it. Pretty great. So I picked the the Clove Hitch Killer as my dark horse, just because. Interesting. I There's no way this is not be bad. talk about it. There's no way it's gonna be bad. Right. So I don't think it's a dark horse, because but I can't not talk just, about it either. You could have just called it an honorable mention. Okay. And I gotta tell you, I mean, can we go on to the next category? Yeah, and that and lasso, and then okay, next category. Yeah. What did both of you pick as your top one? Yeah, it's my top one. Uh, yeah, definitely top one. Clovich Killer yeah. looks like it's going to be amazing. To the earlier point, I think there's like literally five different honorable mentions for best movie this month, though. It's Deep Bench, man. We yeah. should talk a little bit about. Let's Clove just Hitch go Killer. ahead and talk about every movie. What what if Clove what, what is Clovich Killer, Mark? Well, you were literally already talking about it. So, would you like to finish off why you thought it was a dark horse, or just sure. a dark, <laughs> just a dark, just a, just a horse, just a horse. 
Look, you use I like a lot of. Horse? I like probably. I like a lot of the actors in this movie. It looks very well performed. It's a really well put together trailer, and it's one of these like psychological ones where it's a fucked up dad leading a Boy Scout troop who's couponing by himself in secret in the shed. And God Jesus. damn it. But it just the way it looks performed, it looks really, really well put together, really disturbing. And I just think it's going to be a slam dunk. I saw that this was made by the producers of I Am Not a Serial Killer. And this looks exactly like that. And I like that movie a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, so. I did too. Yep. I still haven't seen that one. It's pretty good. You should watch it's it. It's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, I fucking love Dylan McDermott. Look, I talked about yeah, yeah but I fucking, yeah. it's Dylan McDermott. I fucking love that guy. Uh, as an addendum, this movie allowed me to use the word in writing contrapositively, and I'm pretty sure I used it correctly, so bonus points. <laughs> yeah, but Brutal. it's going to be rad. Uh, my, I have an actual top one. Okay. Oh, boys. Is it, is it Suspiria? No, it's Overlord. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. Look, we've talked about how there isn't enough war anyway. No. War this looks like pretty war good war roar. I like a lot of the actors in this too, and it's such a fucking well put together trailer that because I just, they used ACDC. Oh, a lot of it because they used ACDC. Better when you use ACDC. That's yes. primarily yes. in prime. Yeah, and it just looks fucking fantastic. I can't find anything that doesn't excite me about this movie. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that great, but I'm excited. Okay. I am. I think I'm going to watch it. It's going to this movie. I do expect to be kind of like eating really, really buttery popcorn. Yeah, I think I buy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am so. so happy this is not a Cloverfield movie. For a totally. long time, people thought that this was going to be Cloverlord. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of was supposed and, to be, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. That was the rumor, but it's notoriously difficult to figure out what the fuck Bad Robot's doing behind closed doors. So, <laughs> it's Yeah, it's kind of the point. There's yeah. still a lot of that same stuff going on, though, right? Like, the, the marketing for this. Did you guys hear about the way the posters were handled? No. So, like, there were a lot of posters released, and there were websites that were, like, pretty hidden within the posters and if you follow i don't i'm not going to get this exactly right so sorry about this listener but if you followed that website it would lead you down like this little thing and ultimately it would tell you uh a city that it was screening in for free at a certain time shit so like i think it was distributed in those cities and if you followed the clues it would get you to said screening Okay. Well, that that's definitely a bad robot thing. That'd be well, uh, a mean, lot better if the movie theater that it was screening for free in was inside of a deserted bunker. Would be really cool. Yep. Where Art Bell used to broadcast, maybe? Uh, sure. He was coming to you from a bunker. I'm sure that bunker was called his mother's basement. Fuck you. Don't shit Ooh. on Art Bell. Ooh. I won't have it. He called it the bunker, though. So, I mean, you know, tomato, tomato. Potato, potato. One man's won't palace is another man's deserted bunker. Okay, so Overlord, yeah, it looks really good, I guess. Yep. It doesn't look like it's good. It looks like it's going to be entertaining. I, I'll say well, that. Those two things are basically the same thing, isn't it? It depends on the movie, Mark. Uh, do we want to throw out to any other honorable mentions? Suspiria. We Sounds like you do. Yeah, Suspiria. okay, so quick note on Suspiria. Suspiria's coming out. That yeah, seems I interesting. Worth mentioning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you need us to tell us tell you anything about that. It's Here's, out. It's it's been out for two fucking weeks at the time you hear this. Whatever. It's Suspiria. Yep. It's Suspiria. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Slaughterhouse Suspiria. Rules. I'm surprised neither of you guys have brought this up. This is the Simon Pegg and Nick Frost joint. Mark, we're staying in our lanes, and now you're just rattling off all the other movies. So I'm it's not got a deep we bench. Okay, we need to mention yes. all the players. Okay, well let's mention every other movie. We are providing a service. Slaughterhouse Rules is a new Simon Pegg movie. Yep, and Nick Frost is in it. It's about uh, sinkholes. I don't know if you guys know this, but Shaun of the Dead was pretty good. So, well, the whole the whole as trilogy. was the rest of the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, but the other two aren't horror. 
if you think about it, they aren't horror. They aren't horror. There's a sci-fi yeah, and an action yeah. okay. and an action, but it gets like kind of weird. But it's an action movie. Yes. Any okay. movies you don't want to talk about? <laughs> the rest. Let's oh, go to the well, future hey, presentation or whatever. Oh, Shut up, God. Mark. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you ruined it. You, you ruined, ruined the bit. it. Ruined Fucking everything. always breaking our stride when we're trying to go to the feature presentation. Feature presentation. Over LadiesHorror.com this week, we watched 1973's The Exorcist. Now, Mark, this was your October slash Halloween pick. Yes, it Why? Was. So uh, the first year that I stopped, I think I've already relayed this story when we picked it, but the first year I stopped trick-or-treating as a kid, I was in like sixth or seventh grade, I think, Uh, and instead of going trick-or-treating, I threw a Halloween video party thing, uh, and I had a bunch of people over, and we watched The Exorcist. It was totally the appropriate movie to watch for a bunch of 12-year-olds. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Gotta tell you. I one of uh one of our mutual friends came in halfway through trick or treating because he lived in the same neighborhood as me and he was still trick or treating at that point. Uh he came downstairs Nerd. to say hi and mm. he uh he walked in about thirty seconds before the scene where she is stabbing herself with the crucifix. Um and I think I legitimately traumatized him for life. <laughs> he just about faced. Uh, he was like, Cool, see you guys. Boom. Who was gone. that? First name and last name. Uh, I don't want to use his full name, so I'll just abbreviate it. It was JP. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. It explains a lot. It sure does. <laughs> yeah. um, look, we've all, obviously, Mark, you've seen it before. I happen to, we've all seen this movie before. It, but, Jake, I got the impression from you chatting with you, this is not an often watch for you. No. Why are you looking at me like that? That was weird. I because we were just chatting off air, listener. Let me let you in on a little secret about how I've seen this quite a few times. But then Jack came at me with the exact opposite side of that. It's been a while. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have it, seen this movie. I got the feeling your opinion changed. Uh, I'm also a sarcastic her, her humor uh, humor. I'm also a sarcastic humor. Wow. Yep. Wow. <laughs> what? What just happened? I don't know. It's a stroke number two for the day, bud. <laughs> Good thing we get them all on air. Got to get them on air. You got to. I've give seen him this several PTA. times. Okay, it had been a while. Okay, what else would you like to know? Nothing. That's good. Cool. I That's feel good. like it would be hard to work this one in as an often watch, given its runtime. Yeah, it's, it's a long one. It is an easy one to throw on, though. I find myself throwing this one on as like a background. I'm cleaning, but not like I'm even cleaning. One thing, like I'm moving around the whole downstairs, and I need to put something on. I can like glance up at. Oh. I've done that before. I mean, maybe if you're, like, moving and you're only going to be in the room every once in a while? Yeah. Yeah. Not if you're, like, laying on the couch doing homework. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So doing all those homework. times in your doing life homework. you're moving. <laughs> Mark, it's been a depressing amount of time since any of us has done homework. Uh, Well, are we just defining that as doing work at home? Because I do that all the time. Oh, well, then my whole fucking life is, like... <laughs> What do you want? That's what I'm saying. We homework didn't graduate away from homework. I don't call it homework. No, I, yes, that's a very important It sounds a lot less depressing since it's called homework, though. Maybe I'll start doing that. Yeah, there you go. You're the professor yeah. here, bud. You you have to grade something, I guess. <laughs> I am a professor. All right. Hey, what in the fuck <laughs> subgenres of horror does hey. this movie fit into? Possession. Boom. Got it. Uh, religious, boom, double got it. Supernatural, boom, double, cripple. Classic. Yes. Um, That's all. Yeah. Kind That's of all. it. 
That's them. Houses. And that's another goes along with our like religious and and supernatural often go hand in hand. Staircase. There's Although staircase. some people would say this isn't supernatural, Jake. Some people would say this happens. It's still supernatural. I don't think they would call it natural. It's just a would natural you part of natural, you know. What? Would you call God natural? Uh no, I don't supernatural. Know. I don't, I don't she think is supernatural. so. Yeah. I don't think that would ever be considered natural natural. Oh, natural subgenre, sub subgenre, natural. I thought, natural, we, I thought we decided natural. that 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 other genre was called supra natural. Oh yeah, we did. We have, we've already done this. Yeah. Okay, we've done this exact bit. Fun. I am All noticing right. that uh, someone added spewage as a subgenre. I think that Mark, was I think recent. that had to have been you because I didn't do it, and Jake's nodding his head at me like he didn't do it, uh, shaking his head at that me. That doesn't sound like something I would write down. I may it have actually typed it, but you guys probably dictated it to me. There's spewage in this movie. <laughs> when would that Hold have happened? Time out. Hold on. Yeah, when wh- would we have dictated that you take a note in our shared Google Doc? Have you guys, when- d- dude? Have you guys listened to our podcast any of the last two months? That's Mark. I'll give you, you. That's the five hundred dollars if you can time. find either of us dictating to you to put spewage on the list. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm going back. Listener, help me out here. <laughs> Tweet me a time code. I don't have time. No, for definitely don't do that. Tweet him a time code. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Ugh. What do I? What? Wait. When I'm right, what happens? Um, uh, nothing. Jack, a... if you're right, if if a listener here, we're gonna bet. Okay. In my club, I will splash the pot whenever the fuck I please. Oh, oh, that's it. Gambling. <laughs> Mark, if you're right, if a listener submits a time code where this happens and we can prove it, Jack and I will get together and watch together the movie of your choosing. Ooh, we'll it's going to be a back. story. <laughs> well, whatever it is, whatever we'll do it. Whatever it is, if there's a time code. If, however, no one ever communicates back. <laughs> if we didn't dictate this to you. Then I guess nothing happens because that would be really weird stakes. Yes, so, it would. Yes, okay. it would. Cool. What does this movie do right? That's not what we do next. Jack's been off for a while. Hey, Mark. Yep. Guess what? What? This was your movie, oh, and that means you have to do a 30-second plot synopsis. <laughs> I, I was really hoping part. I didn't have to do this. I'm not I watched this movie slide. like two weeks ago. I can I'm not going to let anything. it slide, especially because you already mentioned this exact thing, so I'm actually shocked that Jack managed to forget. <laughs> I forgot it. No shit. <laughs> Firing all, right, Mark. all cylinders. Give us a 30-second plot synopsis. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's going to start when you start. We open in Iraq, where a bunch of archaeologists find, like, an ancient action figure that for some reason releases Pazuzu into the world. We move to Washington, D.C., where Pazuzu now possesses a small girl named Reagan, and uh, you can't really tell if she has either severe ADHD or she's literally the devil. So they try a bunch of medical stuff and psychology stuff. None of that works. So they bring in a priest who's very jaded. They do an exorcism. He sacrifices himself at the very end by letting the demon jump into him. And then he flings himself out a window, killing him and banishing the demon. Time. I guess, question mark? Pretty good. Pretty good. And not banishing the demon, right? Well, he I don't think you know that anywhere. at this point. If you just take this in a vacuum, you assume Well, now it's a he's going to end up in a morgue, and there's going to be some night worker there, and it's going to be the exorcism of Hannah Rose. I always took it as the his buddy priest who gives him his last rites got the demon put into him. Hmm. Uh, I have a question. Have either of you guys seen any of the sequels? Yes, I have seen not seen any The Exorcist 2 and 3, but I couldn't tell you anything I've about either one of them. I've chosen not to... Mm, I'm yawning. That's good for radio. I've chosen not to because I heard The Exorcist 2 is not as 
favorable. So I've heard good. Exorcist 2 sucks, but I've heard Exorcist 3 is almost as good as the first one. Mm, okay. Well, maybe I should stumble my way through those two. Don't watch Exorcist 2. It's so boring. Uh, I'm going to do it, probably. If I'm going to do 3, I'm doing 2. I just don't yeah. like, like do those it, gaps. Do it while you're moving. You know? I'll, I'll tell you this much. There isn't a Season of the Witch-esque non-sequitur in there. It should have been. Okay. Is All it franchises as different as Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is to Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. Hmm. I don't know if there's enough of a, of a lane for this one to go in. You know, so. Maybe just jump straight <laughs> to three. We do that. We've done that on this podcast I before. literally just said I can't do that. Hmm. <laughs> now what does the movie do right? <laughs> now I got it. Yeah. <laughs> he's back on track, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and I want to go first. Tubular Bells. That is also what I had written down as first. <laughs> Oh my That's god! What you had written down as first. Although I'll tell you what, this is a point where having tubular bells as my ringtone has really boned me. I haven't watched this movie since I've had tubular bells as my ringtone. So you thought your phone was ringing? The it whole was movie? stressing me out all the fucking time. It actually time. is not a part of the movie as much as I remember in my little brain. I would have bet so much lot, money though. that the it's scene not that much. when the it's old lot, priest though. arrives in the mist and steps out of the taxi, tubular bells was playing, and it is not playing. In yeah, that no, scene. that would be way too. Uh, bombastic and wants just, to play that one down a little bit in the maybe. movie that's just the iconic shot yeah yeah and yeah. i mixed it with the iconic music yeah tubular bells rocks it does that, there is there is a little bit of a complaint to be had there that it's a little weird that the theme song for this movie is like 28 minutes long or whatever the time code is yeah and actually even the theme song is so so the guy who really like recorded and released tubular bells it's Michael an a side and a b side each song 28 Thank minutes you. yeah and it's like the first it's like not a nine minute chunk of one of those two al- one of those two songs yeah i remember as a kid back in the napster days i downloaded tubular bells because i was like yeah i'm gonna play this for, <laughs> for my halloween party and then i put it on and it's like wait this is how long what the hell is going on this is a this is just classical music I think that guy was like a teenager when he recorded it, though. Is that right? I have yeah. no idea who Mike Oldfield is or anything about his character other than that he made this song. Well, it's not a character. It's just him. But uh, he, yeah, it's, but he it's... has a character. He is like he has character. <laughs> He's a character witness. Uh, wow. Jesus, what? Wow. Um, <laughs> but it is, it's just a chunk of it. But but Tubular Bells, that fucking 9878 weird switch in time signature is so cool. It's <clears throat> rad. Yeah. Yeah. I agreed. 100%. Does right. Movie does that right. You know what else the movie does right? What's like that? All of the exorcism scenes. Like the entirety of the exorcism sequence, which is a lot of the movie, Fuck. actually. Yeah. They spend a lot of time on that. And I th- I think that's something that had been lost on me. Uh, I, the last time I watched this movie, in all honesty, like I can't even remember, but it was before we started doing any of this thing where I'm watching a lot of horror movies. Yeah. And. It really does a good job of putting a lot of it in there, but not making it feel tiresome. It makes it feel like they are being like it's tiring for the characters, but it doesn't become tiresome for you. Right. Like all the stuff that I liked about a dark song last year, for example, this does a lot of that very, very well. And yeah, I had forgotten totally. that almost completely. Like we're we're I mean rating spoilers. We're gonna shit on this a little for pacing, I think, at some point and uh-huh. some of the scenes. But it's really, really important that they build and and make you feel the desperation and like the downfall, what's been happening to Reagan and how hopeless it is. And mm-hmm. they do a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the attention to detail too. When we're talking exorcism scenes, <clears> like the the that room is that cold. They don't have to fucking like mess around with it. They I, just put these guys in a cold I room. I was going to bring it. up that in what the movie does middle. Mm. 
is the you director's like the director's antics. Let's talk about it. All right. So this is uh, this is we're gonna bounce around a bit here, listener. That's fair. This is we've never done that before. <laughs> so <laughs> so is, you prepare yourselves. Famously, a movie where the director William Friedkin, in this case, right, yeah. the director fucked with the actors hard and a lot, and like <laughs> legitimately injured people. Like both oh, the actress who played Reagan and her mom had like almost permanent injuries to their backs because the the rigs he had them on, he would actually just like crank on them mm. to get their actual screams in the mm. movie, and then they were upset that their actual screams are in the movie. Like he would slap the priests really hard to get them to be upset before scenes. The 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 pea soup that was sprays on the priest's mm-hmm. face was supposed to be sprayed on his stomach so that like fear grossness is a genuine reaction. And is it just, bad that I think that all of that is great? Produce great art. It it really does produce great art, right? But it's a discussion to be had. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, look, you can make the same argument about Clockwork Orange and the shit that almost blinded Malcolm. I'm stuck on Malcolm Gladwell, the other one. Wrong name. Malcolm McDermott. Yeah, thank you. Malcolm (laughs) Shaughnathan McDermott. Dermot Mulroney. Dylan McDermott. (laughs) There's too Uh, many Dilmit McRoney's icks. Nailed it. But yeah, I mean, like that scene almost freaking blinded the guy permanently. It's it's hard to say the Clockwork Orange isn't a great movie, but also maybe don't permanently blind people. Right, and then you can go to the side where it's clearly not okay. You're like Quentin Tarantino actually strangling women on camera just because he wanted to, or uh, the Maximum Overdrive director of photography basically losing an eye because they decided to use an actual lawnmower or whatever the fuck. Yeah. All good. Yeah. <laughs> hard hard to say that one was. They hard. used ACDC in that movie. It's fine. <laughs> good point. That's a good point. So, anyway, yes, they produce really cool shots. The reactions are genuine. It all looks really good. I yeah. want to bring it up in what it does middle because yeah. of troubling implications of it. Yeah. And he did, I mean, to your point, he like built refrigerated sets and they were filming for hours in just refrigerated yeah, areas. Yeah, I mean, that would be uncomfortable, but it's supposed to seem uncomfortable. So, I guess, you know. Yeah. But. Our, it, it looks good. Yeah, I've it does. Always, I've always kind of thought, had the thought in the middle of the summer when my house is really hot, that it'd be kind of nice to just have like a haunting or a possessed child that I could just lock away and then use that as like free <laughs> air conditioning. Like just stick a you fan want, in there. Hold on. Let me get this straight. You want a ghost for the purposes of air conditioning. <laughs> Instead of just making a refrigerated room, yeah. you want to have a child, get the child possessed, lock it in a room, and then only visit that room whenever you want to be cooled off. Oh, oh you're no, a great no, 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 dad. No, you got me totally wrong. I am not going to be visiting the room. I am going to be putting ductwork in to remove the cold air from the room. Yep. So it's a forced air HVAC system that based okay. solely on how evil Satan is. Very. Well done. I'd give it to understand. I'm not a religious man, but very is my understanding. Right. So I mean, look, an effective if she system. can cool that room down to as cold as it seems, she can cool my house down to like a nice 70 degrees. And this wasn't even Satan. <laughs> well, it might uh, be. It's legion. It's It's pizzuzin. very unclear. It's we. unclear. It's us. I am given to understand it's not Satan. Fair okay. enough. I mean, I'm Captain I'm, Howdy. That's his actual name. That is his actual name. That's yeah. true. That's I do like true. that little wrinkle too. Back to what the movie does, right? I yes. like that. Uh, I like the Captain Howdy side of things, and I guess it's that's that's expanded quite a bit in the modern zeitgeist of horror movies, where it's like the kid has a you know mystery friend, whatever, and then oh my god, it's actually a ghost or a demon or something. Yeah, but the way it's handled here is so like blase, vague. Yeah. It's blase and vague, and that makes it weirder and worse and mark that dovetails nicely into another thing i think the movie does right which is we forget that this 1973 is mm-hmm. way early on for like the modern horror movie mm-hmm. yeah 
oeuvre, and this did oeuvre. so much and oeuvre. did it all Egg. so well. No, that's oof. Oh, it's the same thing. You just said the same thing. You just added like a burp at the end. It's fine. No, an oof is what a dog says. That's an Afghan. What does a fox say? <laughs> okay. All right, boys. We do forget that this, how, I, I forget how old this movie is and how much it did for the genre. Oh, it's from 1973. Yeah. Fucking old. Yeah, I can totally see. I mean, the conversation's there, so we might as well, like, cat out of the bag. I, scariest horror movie of all time, scariest movie of all time, whatever the rhetoric is, right? I can see that because this is from 1973, and it does some stuff that holds up. I mean, I think, like, Fuck when yeah. I talk about the exorcism scenes, that is an all-encompassing thing that includes what we talked about. It includes, we didn't really get into some of the effects, but those should certainly be discussed as well. well we're going to talk about the effects. So really quickly, I, I understand what you're saying. You kind of forget because I think part of it is it's so well done. Favorite scare in the yeah. movie. We're in the, what the movie does right. What is the most right scare? What is the best scare, Jack? Oh, I it, it's, it's because we've all seen this movie so early. It's the one that hits you the best earliest, I think, right? You're going to have a hard time deviating from that. Spider walk. Spider walk? Spy, crab walk, whatever you want to call it. Fuck. Crab walk, blood face? Freaked me out. Crab walk, blood face. Mark? Uh, Mr. Howdy jump scare. It's one of the like original best single frame of demonic face staring at is, you in the middle of a scene when you're not expecting it jump scares. Is this the slow down running towards his mom in the subway scene? Which instance is this? It's when she's in the medical office, right when she, like, it's right as she gets possessed. They're, like, taking her weight and measuring her height and shit, and then it cuts to oh, the face. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, honestly, God, what was that? And then all of a sudden, I, he freaks out and starts Yeah, like, we, we do need to mention, it's, it's Captain Howdy, not Mr. Howdy. I honestly forget Please, which one Mr. happens Mr. Howdy first. was my father. Call me Captain Howdy. <laughs> Sorry. I forget which one happens first. It, it happens a few times, and each time is good. I, I Yeah, the, the, the way they implement that with it being like a frame or two, or however many frames pretty cool i also fucking love what uh friedman has said about that like he's been accused of putting a lot of subliminal messages in this okay right like stuff in the smoke and the captain howdy thing and the the padding on the things looking like phalluses i was and gonna ask what are they all about his smoking his response was no, no no subliminal messages you can't see these are just messages they're just in there they're just they're just you liminal. can see they're them. super yeah. liminal they're super liminal messages. hey you join the navy <laughs> Smoke in the navy. That's not what I was going for, but thank you for. We can sail flavor. the seven seas. Wonderful. Your name's not LT Smash. It's Lieutenant Smash. Uh, speaking of wow. how old this movie is, <laughs> wait did Jake did Jake give his? Oh, uh, I mean, I like what you guys like. I also think that a really effective one is the first time she does the head turn. The second time, it's kind of been done once, but the first time the head turn happens is when it's just her mom in the room. It's a bit surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will say, my wife was like legitimately. Uh, her mouth was agape at the scene where she you just walk in and she's pummeling herself with the crucifix. Oh yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. She it's, really goes to town. She really she, gets in there. She really goes to town. She does some work. Full penetration. <laughs> Uh, hey, speaking of how old this movie is, this is the sentence I was starting to say earlier. Yep. Uh, it's still, we haven't really touched on this, but it looks stunningly good for 45 years. Holy shit. Right? I the mean, you hold the fuck up. You, you forget how good film, like old, stu old style analog film, translates to HD. And I mean, mm. obviously, this has gotten remasters and all that throughout time, yeah. but like, 
yeah, I mean, this is this looks great. Yeah. Maybe it's just because we watched Sleepy Hollow last, and that was in like the birth of the <laughs> shitty digital camera age. But uh, yeah, it's nice. This is nice and refreshing. Yeah, but I mean, you're also talking about the effects, right? Jake touched on the effects earlier too, and they look terrific. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nary a bad effect in the joint, and this was something I was reading about the movie. Didn't know this about the movie. So Max von Sydow, right, is the guy who plays the older priest, Father Lancaster Marin. Marin, yeah, yeah, yep. He, they, he had more makeup than Reagan on throughout the entire movie because they aged him up from like 40 years old to Got 75 it. years old. Okay. Nice. And I don't know why. Nobody noticed. I <laughs> hope I hope that it was because they were wanting to do like a prequel in 30 years. Like in the mid uh in, in like the mid aughts, they wanted to just have him be not under makeup as a 70 year old, and then they could have just shot it like he was. What if they got the it wrong age. though? What if I'll, they know how he aged? I'll tell you what though, if that's what they were thinking, that wasn't in the era where everything immediately got a thousand sequels and prequels and all that stuff. So that was like prescient. Very forward looking. Yeah. Very. Uh, speaking of forward looking, this also seems like it has a lot of filming techniques that I actually kind of didn't. I, I thought they were newer than this, but this is doing a lot of the shit that, you know, you see in modern film that we still like talk about as being amazing. So you have a bunch of like, I really like the tracking shot in the attic. That's not so much novel, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, as as you're it's walking, cool. the camera itself is behind a row of junk and you're following the mom as she walks through the attic. And it's just kind of cool to see like stuff interrupt the shot. And you're really expecting like just the way the focus works. You're really expecting something to jump out or uh, something to happen to the mom or whatever. And nothing ever happens. Uh, you also get a first person shot, which I thought Halloween popularized. I mean, I know it had been around before that with Peeping Tom, but I, I, I kind of isn't Halloween usually credited with being the first one to do that. I mean, the first one to do it on as extended a basis as it did, and I think that remains the case. Okay, I guess they do that pivot shot during the hypnosis scene where the camera just oh, yeah. tilts. Yeah, that's another actually, one that you see shit. constantly, like today. That's that was like a Breaking Bad shot that everyone fucking loved. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last one I'm going to talk about is looking vertically upward through the staircase and just spinning is super disorienting. That's a great shot. Mm-hmm. All of those things mm-hmm. are like truly phenomenal moments in film, sure. director of photography history. Sure, I agree with you. And I think that's something that is much, I don't know, it's it's much less noteworthy, but I liked it as much in terms of my noticing it this time around was when she's undergoing the litany of tests they put her through. The can the way it's filmed shifts to like this really voyeuristic kind of cheap quality that I really liked. It's almost well, like you're watching a documentary. That. That's cool. Yeah, I it was cool. It was a very very different. It was a tonal shift. It yeah, was well placed. Have either of you guys Good work? Have either of you guys ever been to the the staircase in Georgetown where that is? Nerp. I should go. I'm going. I'm going to be in D.C. in fucking a week for a week. So it's fucking freaky, man. I should, it, is it? Is it, it or is freaky. it just a staircase? It is just a staircase, but it's also an imposing staircase I'll report back. to begin with. A little bigger than you'd want a staircase like that to be, a little more enclosed. And then all the extra stuff. It's a little freaky. I'm gonna it's go, a I'll little bigger than you'd want a staircase like that to be? Yeah. <laughs> it's a cement staircase. If the staircase, staircase were like smaller, one it wouldn't part reach of... the top, Jack. But I like it's a cement staircase that goes from one part of an outside to the different part of an outside. It's a, too long a staircase for that. Just have a road. What? Whatever. Just have a road? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. What I'm saying. How many staircases go from an outside to an inside? Most. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'd like to retract that. Yeah, not most. Not most. 
Uh, like none. An, an, an eighth. I guess you might be able to count stuff in like a subway, but I all, think all front steps. No, your steps don't go into your house. Yeah, they there's go, a like, final step into my house. No, but the final step is into my house. That's not a step. That's a threshold. It's a step. That's the vestibule. Maybe not at your house, but I built my front patio, and it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. There's one. Is that a stair? If there's one step, is that a staircase? Well, it's the no, continuation. It's a There's a staircase, and then the last step is into my house. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Someone say something else that this movie does right. What does the movie do middle? Oh, I, I already said my it. thing about the director being an ass face. You didn't have anything, Mark. Uh, well, I actually do kind of have something. We okay. A little. This was. This ties in a little bit to what we talked about at the top of does right. So I wasn't going to mention it, but I'll bring it back up here because it does affect the length of the movie, which I think we'll talk about in just a second. But. I think it's important for the movie to be this long to a certain extent in order to make sure that like the one thing that's nice about this movie from an exorcism standpoint is they don't jump directly to exorcism. They have to jump through all the hoops of like, well, she doesn't have severe ADHD. She doesn't have hyperkinetic behavior. Right. She, doesn't she have is yada, a normal yada, yada. girl. Here's proof. And even when they, even when the doctors suggest the exorcism, they're like, look, we know it's fucking bullshit, but sometimes you have to like, play the game of the crazy person in order to cure the crazy person. And that's the, that's the context on which they bring in the exorcism. Yeah. I like so that. It, yeah. it adds probably 45 minutes to the length of the movie, but from a story and narrative perspective, it's nice to get that into the headspace of the mom and why she's making these decisions. No, this is 100% my other, what it does middle, right? The pacing of this movie. It's, it's rough and it's slow, but they use that slowness to its advantage a lot. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So 100% agreed. Circle like, the wagons. Yeah. I have nothing else to say, cool. but it was on my note. It was they, on my list. They didn't need the Egypt scene whatsoever. Oh, so we're now we're just talking about what the movie does wrong. First off, it's Iraq, but yeah. It was filmed in Iraq. That. Is it isn't it? I think it's in Egypt, like set in Egypt, but filmed God in Iraq. Damn it. It's in I, Iraq. This is impossible. Listener, please hold. It's in Iraq. Fuck. Should have fucking betted. <laughs> should have fucking betted. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you should bet it next time. <laughs> you're supposed to, Jake. You're supposed to yell bet every time me and Jack disagree. That is my shtick. That's my. That's mostly <laughs> that's what, what I'm here do. for. That's what you're bet for. Yeah. Bet. Yeah. Oh well. All right. We're just fooling what the movie does wrong then, and that's one of them. None so, of that needs to happen at all. I do quick, have to tell quick, you something. Quick though. question. Go. Do uh, it. There are two versions of this movie available. I think we all watched the unrated director's cut, which is like 15 minutes longer or something like that. Nope. Oh, okay. Fuck you, Jack. I saw both. You guys both told me you watched the extended cut. I wanted the original theatrical. I haven't seen this movie enough times to tell you what was the theatrical cut and what was the director's part. I assumed that that Iraq part is long, man. I assumed most of that was left on the cutting room floor. Nope. That's a haul. What did they cut? How much shorter was it? How much shorter was it? What did they cut? I mean, I, I as I watched it, it was like two hours and six minutes. And I think the one we watched is like two fifteen. Correct. Yeah. So that's not. So they cut nine all minutes. That much. What? But cut? I mean, you, the nine minutes is you can yeah, cut nine minutes out that's of that subs- Iraq scene. I know, but I think I think they cut mostly exorcism scenes. That's mm. interesting. Well, were they cutting the world more may of the never graphic know. things? They didn't cut anything out of the Iraq. You got it. That's gold. You got to keep that shit in there. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that sets up the that's, whole plot. I boring gold. You, I, have to, I have to tell you something. Like I, 
what I'm about to say, I mean, and like, I hate having to preface something like this, but I have to. I've always found the the call to prayer to be kind of, I don't know, disconcerting. I What's suppose. the call to prayer? The like how Muslims have to pray five times a day or whatever, and then they but have like the actual prayer. like call to prayer. I see like, what you're saying. Coming like, through the megaphone, I've always found that to be unsettling. Yeah, yeah. It might be because of this movie. Because oh, that's shit. that's taking place at the start of this, yeah. and obviously shit is about to go bad, and you know it. I don't know why. I've always been like, why? Well, right? there is there is sort of an air to it of like an alarm siren that is just like it's broadcast over those megaphone yeah, things. It's true, and it's... everyone stops what they're doing and immediately yeah. does something else. Like, let me be clear. Like, I'm not here to shit on a religion and how they handle their shit. Like, whatever. I'm Dude. here to shit on most religions. Well, whatever. All. You, you do. I'm you. an equal opportunity offender. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm We're just not saying that. people people do people, whatever, I don't care. But I think it's weird <laughs> sounding. It's always been unsettling to me, and now I went back and watched this movie, and I'm like, huh. Yeah, I mean, Mark's got a good point, though, right? It, especially in America, in that, like, 50s uh, educational videos, like PSAs. It does have a bombing raid siren Bombing quality. raid siren, and, and growing up in uh, the Midwest, right, there's also a, those are tornado warning. sirens, yeah. right? Same kind of thing. So it's Basic bad rule, don't speak over megaphone. Yeah. Yep. Megaphones are scary. <laughs> but holy shit, yeah, the Iraq part, uh, quite long. Very, quite, very long. Quite and, long. Un, like, completely unnecessary. Aside from the length, you could have this movie without any of that. It is 100% unnecessary. One line of exposition would get you. 96% unnecessary. What's necessary about it? None of the characters come back. Well, except for the main guy. He does? What is What does he do in... The rest Isn't of the that movie. where he conducted his months-long exorcism? The main, the the archaeologist guy, Sidow. Oh, I don't, I don't know. You're asking. I watched this movie way too long ago. That's like a single line. Clearly, it wasn't important. It's, yeah, it's not important. <laughs> yeah. And also, if he did do like just you have a single thing that said like I did a month-long exorcism there once. Uh, hey, gentlemen, I have news for you both. What's that? We've done fucked up. Uh oh. As as a collective over? here, we have all fucked up. We might have to start over. We missed one of the things the movie does the most right. Oh, I mean, we can. Jack, we're. Jack, this is the A to Z Horrorcast. We can always go back. Okay. Through well, we, the magic of editing that we won't do, just pretend we <laughs> talked about this earlier. Uh, hey, there's a particular song playing in a bar scene. Oh, shit. Ramblin' Man's in this movie. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That's like, oh, God. I, to- I told you, we done fucked up. They play Ramblin' Man in this movie. Oh, Which my is, God. Which is, I mean, out. God, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it is the second best Allman Brothers song out there. You're such a fucking Woof. clown. I can't even <laughs> handle it. So, listener, we've been having discussions about the best potential song ever. For weeks. This goes to show how long ago I watched this movie. Because <laughs> I think I brought that to the table after I saw that. Yes, and that did. was eons ago. Yep. So, yeah. And cheers. Thank r- you for bringing it back up. We had to. Mm-hmm. We had to. Okay. Ramblin' Man rules. That whole scene is great. a little bit unnecessary, but great, great. Because it's in a bar and it's Ramblin' Man. That's also the scene where I was like, damn. Karis is Araparsasian and Rudy. And then wow. I got really happy. Wow. He plays yeah, he kind of is. No, he there does. He, he that guy plays Coast Parsasian and Rudy. <clears throat> There's a lot of like echoes of. It's the same guy. Same guy. Oh, same actor. 
There's a lot of echoes of later years sports movies. I get a lot of Rocky out of this movie. I get a lot of Rudy out of this movie. Well, you get a lot of Rocky because he's jogging in like a gray sweatshirt and gray sweatpants and he looks like fucking Sly Stallone. Yeah, did this movie like directly inspire Sly Stallone to make Rocky? He looks, so, yo. I, I was really expecting him when he like got off of that jog. Yo, Adrian. I mean, the dude's from Queens. Like, what do you expect, man? <laughs> He's gonna look a certain look. All the all gray is an aggressive and humble choice. But what? My, I, they're also shot in very similar. Like the montage shots are all very similar to what you see later. What year did Rocky come kind out? Of a weird. What? There's what year did Rocky come out? Seventy six. Okay. I don't know. I'm basing okay. it off nothing. If you got that right off the top of your head, I'm going to be very impressed. I don't think I did. Are we fact 76. 1976. Jake, ladies and gentlemen, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good for something. He's maybe bowing. You're touching your sides, Which oddly. Just, I'm going to point this out to feed my own fan theory. That's roughly the amount of time it would take for you to see The Exorcist and then write your Mark, own damn movie about a boxer. Mark, what, mo- what year did Rudy come out? I have no clue. Rudy, 1997. Rudy, Rudy. 97? I don't know. No. Sean Astin's in it. So is Jean Favreau. 93. I'm not off by that much. Not that much. It Jerk. feels like very... A, I know it's not that big a difference. It feels like a very significant difference because of how old I was in 1993 versus 1997. Yeah, you were almost twice as old. Yeah. So you were double wrong. I'm sorry. Okay. That's yeah. math. That's just math. I'd like Mark. to just clarify by going back to our horror release roundup about most anticipated for the month that I might have known the year that Rocky came out because my actual most anticipated movie of the month is Creed 2. Creed was very good. Creed was extraordinarily good. Creed uh, 2 is going to be good, too. Michael B. Jordan. Everything that guy's in makes me cry. Did Black Panther make you cry? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay. I watched it on an airplane, so. Well, oh, then you were in things. a state. You were in a state. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, also. Okay, we are entirely off the rails. Are we at Nitpick Station? No, I don't just... really think I have anything else that does wrong. This movie doesn't do a lot wrong. Yeah, so can we nitpick uh, Station? The soundtrack is always a complaint with anything from the 1970s. Not the not like the music, but like just the audio track. Audio track, yes. Yeah. Yeah, How sure. did you watch it? On Amazon. Uh, yeah, but like physically. With my eyes? With his yeah, eyes. God damn it, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, God damn it, I knew you were going to say it. Well, Continue. why'd you ask such a stupid question? Okay. The headphones. Honestly, Jack, that is Sound bar, audio system, TV native speakers. What are we talking here? Uh, this was sound bar. Okay. I wired my sound bar into a uh, one of those old clicky button Morse code things, and then I had uh, my lovely wife transcribe that and read the transcript to me. I hate you. Okay, <laughs> I hate you. Because I watched this with headphones on, and uh, I didn't have that same problem. It was obscenely quiet. Like, I had to turn my computer volume to 100. Yeah, and then it hits But when you. I did, it was good. And it wasn't even like the noises are way louder than the voices. It was good. The okay. noises are way louder than the voices. <laughs> Boo. Mark, blow your... <laughs> I'm just yeah, blowing the whistle. On the whistle. We've been waiting on the whistle. I told you to blow the whistle already. Yeah, but Jack's the host, and I, you know, I'm I'm a slave to his command. Oh God. Oh, hey, look, neat pick, first neat pick, neat pick, all in brothers in the bar. <laughs> That's how old these notes are. <laughs> Fuck. You don't even have any fucking idea. Hey, the guy in the beginning isn't a very good archaeologist. He finds an old relic and immediately tries to break it apart with his hands. <laughs> well, he knows, man. He knows how evil it is. 
I we didn't belabor that point enough. I'm still very confused as to why he unearths Pazuzu's relic in fucking Iraq, and then you cut to Washington D.C. I think and the demon it was, was just like that girl. I think it was because it was the old priest. It was. It was. He a also Marin. he found the same thing at the bottom of the steps in Georgetown. Okay, but yes. where? Okay, fine. So somehow was, that thing came to Reagan, and then Reagan just like saw it. Smithsonian. Yep. I'm sure it was a field trip to the Smithsonian. I'm sure that was it. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, I got another neat pick for you at the top. Okay. Intracarotid contrast injection. That scene where they inject Dude, the dye into her brain. Didn't like it. Uh, also. <laughs> uh, that was, according to my medical professional wife, that was actually pretty accurately done. That sound, what? that looks horrifying. I hated that. Yikes. Yeah. There was so much blood. They uh, do a well, lot I mean, of the... It's a you're injecting directly into the carotid. I so. understand what you're doing, Mark, and I'm just clarifying. There's a lot of blood in there. They do a tremendous amount of the syringe, fill it with a liquid, and then squirt the top out to get the air out of it. And I've never known if that's a real thing. Actual doctors do. I'll have to ask. That is a very TV tropey thing, but it's a, and it feels like the kind of thing that also is horseshit. But I understand They're the purpose not squirting of it. So shit all over the place. You and and get look, the I, out. I get that it's not to get. The, I I don't think it's to get the bubbles out. I think it's to get the well, do, the cc's of liquid. To be the to correct, be correct. yeah, but I, you also right. should not have bubbles in your syringe, just for the record. The record you, will I think show. You survive a bubble or two. Yeah, a lot of bubbles. Yeah, Sounds but good. three bubbles is lethal. So mm-hmm. depends how it nucleates, you know. Hey, what the fuck is up with that party? Reagan's mom throws. Why are there so many priests at this party? She's an actress. What is her connection to the and thousand an astro- priests? <laughs> an actress, some priests, and an astronaut. We're at a party. <laughs> Start of a terrible joke. I don't Is have it? an end to it. Okay. I thought you might have a punchline. No. And then You're the actress's daughter walks down the stairs I, and pees I, everywhere. Did ah, I... Ah, ah, ah. Did I miss something, or is there is there an explanation as to why she's friends with all the priests before Be- Reagan goes bonkers? <laughs> because. Because. I'm still laughing at our joke. I thought it was pretty funny. It was great. It was a tag team. I like the teamwork, boys. I'm feeling excluded, though, so we're I'm going to lash out. We're getting close. Well, you're not wearing your whole suit anymore. We're getting close I took to my the jacket ho- off, Jake. I'm undoing my top button. I'm getting real casual. We're getting close to the holiday season, Jack. You got to, like, let Look, I undid my top button. Let the teamwork flow, buddy. Oh, shit. So, nobody. Uh, the priest what? says he went to medical school at Harvard and, and Johns Hopkins. Okay. Are you just going on to a new one, or do you have an answer to my question? Oh, no, no one I has did not pay attention to yours. I'm going on a new one. Okay, cool. Fun. <laughs> Why does he do CPR like Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber? Oh God, he yeah, just pounds on the chest. I, in fact, in fact, I think the Dumb and Dumber scene is an homage to this scene. <laughs> it might be because it may well be. Actually. No, it's shot the same way too. I think it's an homage. It really I'm being is like, like down angle yes, looking up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He he performs CPR like fucking Donkey Kong. <laughs> Donkey Kong is didn't Donkey Kong have a game where he was a doctor? Yeah, it was Doctor. Dr. It was Doctor. Are Kong? you thinking of Doctor Mario? That might be. They're very I almost said Doctor Dong. <laughs> that would have been wrong. Doctor Dong. Mark, I don't know, dude. I don't know how to answer your question. <laughs> it's it's terrible. It's yeah, terrible. Okay. Uh, why do most injuries actually affect Reagan? Like she has scars and shit on her face at the end of the movie, but also her head can turn around 180 degrees and it doesn't oh, yeah. kill her. She'd been dead. Those aren't injuries. Nobody's like slicing at her with small knives. They're just demonic explosions. Well, then why does she have any 
any sort of, of demons of scarring demons because demons because demons oh because demons scary. can give you severe scoliosis so i wonder if it was like the f- i'm not gonna go there <laughs> god i want to know what's in your yeah, head now, there, no, but i'm a little no, bit afraid I'm, to no, ask i'm curious i wonder where all the scarring was when where there wasn't that's all okay, i'm gonna say okay right vagina related it would have been bad down there <laughs> well look you know you she's it dating somebody she's dating. dating somebody in college she takes him home she's like look just so you know, I'm sure you get this a lot. I was possessed by a demon as a child. You know, <laughs> I'd like to leave that there. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> um, Father Karras doesn't wear socks. <laughs> Neither does Dennis Reynolds, Jack. And a fucking psychopath. When he gets real drunk and the other priest has to take his shoes off, yeah, he's wearing like just leather dress shoes well, without so, socks yeah, underneath. Maybe, some people don't wear socks, Jack. And That's those people's get... feet smell bad. That's how you get hangovers, kill. okay? You leave the socks on, it traps the toxins in. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. And you fry up some bacon. No, steak. Uh, skirt steak. Or you okay. tell me you're supposed to put skirt steak in your shoes? Nope. But he's Ooh, wearing yes, no socks whatsoever. You, you wrap your foot in skirt steak, and then you put it in a shoe, and then you won't get a hangover when you drink. This Irish bastard just isn't wearing any socks whatsoever. What's you... Irish? Very Irish. Wasn't his mom speaking Italian or some shit? Very Italian. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I think this guy is Italian, dude. He's Italian. one of those, uh, one of those Roman e. Irish Catholics. Karis doesn't end in a vowel, exactly. and I learned from the Sopranos that Italian Americans' names end in vowels. Only end in vowels. That's what Tony Soprano told me. Tony Soprano's a Jamook. <laughs> Jack. That feels racist. Yeah, I feel is like it? that actually might be racist. <laughs> Um, when Father <laughs> Karras is talking to the other guy who's trying to, like, rope him in to the whole situation, he's talking about the Shakespeare that's happening, and he says Groucho Marx is playing Othello. Was that a joke, or was there, like, a touring production of Shakespeare in which Groucho Marx played Othello? Because I'd watch that Shakespeare. That's uh, I don't, I feel like the topical humor did not age particularly well. <laughs> So that was a joke, we're thinking? I assumed it was based on the delivery, or maybe not. I don't know. That's the thing. Because uh, I would watch Groucho Marx play Othello. It is so oddly specific that, like... Time out! Everybody time out! Marcus just balanced a beer on his head in the middle of his sentence, and I don't know why. Why did you do this? You're, you have your hands on your hips like a chicken. You're leaning forward, and you have a beer balanced on your head. What is happening? Time I'm work- out. I'm working on my posture. <laughs> We all have goals, guys. We all have goals. It's hard to argue with. We all have goals. But I just, look, I just had to mention something because I'm looking at an absurd thing right now. Again, you do you. <laughs> I've forgotten where I was. No shit. <laughs> Jack really blew up my stride. I'm done. You blew up your own stride by looking like a chicken with a beer on your head. Maybe I blew up all of our strides. Yeah, you absolutely yeah, yeah, I think did. You did. I'm out of nitpicks. I have some more here. I have so, one supreme nitpick. Okay. I'm going to go first because I have a feeling that yours is probably more supreme because you chose it to call it supreme. It almost certainly isn't. Mm, we'll see. It's got sour cream on it. Uh, this is. I don't know if this is a nitpick or a neat pick. I think it's a neat pick. I classified it as such while I was watching the movie. I like the demon. He's kind of a vulgar shit talker, but he isn't that good. It's all just like <laughs> cocksuck jokes. Yeah, there, it's a lot of cocksucker. It's all it is. He's he drops kind of, some rough F-bombs. A couple of times. Sort of, but he's not 
creative enough. Yeah, put your dick up your own ass. He's a it's shit a talker, but stuff. he's not very good at it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I do have to say, like, probably the best job that he did, but it's a weird insult, was that he, he used the phrase cunting daughter. <laughs> your cunting daughter. It's a verb. Which is... That's a weird. That's a weird one, dog. It is a weird one. Other Look, than that, not very good at your shit talking. You got to up your game. He's he's talking to a bunch of Catholic priests, right? If he's talking to us, he's really gonna have to up his insult. Really game, got up your we're, insult game. We've got a deep bench. Of that, that's true. Of he doesn't know how shit. long this encounter is gonna last, and he needs to make sure that that keeps escalating. So if he uses his A game straight okay. away, okay, maybe it's a neat pick. He's just you know, and that actually would would explain away. Like not right, he's got away, another few days of possession left in him. He's really gonna bust out the big guns later on. Later on, right yeah. now he's, and that explains like how he's somewhat like smooth and the hopefully other stop like, oh, dropping homophobic see. slurs. But yeah, I mean, fine. there's there's like an Man. alternate version of this movie where it's like day thirty, and he's like, "You guys are b holes," and they're like, "Yeah, we've heard that one, Pazuzu." Oh, I thought that was the best you could do. I thought that was what he escalated to. Like, his end game was B-hole. No. <laughs> I God, I hope it is. I really hope it is. He, like, he plants his feet and winds up. Yeah, well, how about this? You hit your mic. You just hit your microphone. No, I didn't. I might have. <laughs> okay, Jake, you have more? I combined them into one. Okay, because one was the certain. Okay, Mark, your your fucking nitpick with sour cream and cheese on it. I have one to get to before the sour cream and cheese. It's a small one, but if I wake walk in on my daughter's bed bouncing around like a fucking pissed off grasshopper, I'm not gonna take my daughter to the doctor. I'm gonna take my bed to the dump. <laughs> you know, like, uh, what kind of? <laughs> You assume it's the actual physical bed causing the problem. It's just oh, a bed. Have you it's seen design. that scene? Why Mark's would you are going to start a class action lawsuit against Sarah, Serta mattresses, because their beds are bouncing around. Sleep number for shit. <laughs> you guys, you guys saw what happened. How is that straight, possibly Reagan? Straight man? to the landfill. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did like how there was a sequence, a really long sequence, because everything was long in this movie, of them being like, I mean, we saw her levitating, but this is just definitely some sort of... She's, she's faking act, it. She's acting she's out. Yeah, she has ADHD. It. Yeah, that's what it is. She, one of those, I, you know one what? Of those severe ADHD. I yeah. saw another kid who faked uh, etchings on his arm. It's like, well, you saw her float off the bed. Is she faking that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, writing appeared on her stomach from the inside. That's what sold him, man. That's what okay. sold Karis. What's my okay? Supreme sour creamy nitpick. Oh, that wasn't even it. Chives okay. and bacon and all of it. Chives so. and bacon and all that. Uh, why you does get chives she... at Taco Bell? Do you think you can get chives? Do you, do you? What was the question? Do you think you can get chives at Taco Bell? Yes. What is you, why, why do you think that's a part of Supreme? I assure you, you can get hives. Yes, <laughs> and they're basically the same. Okay. Fair. Look, that's a better explanation than I was They'll expecting. They'll tell you so you can let's get move chives, on. but it's probably not. It's just really fine. You can get chives at Wendy's. That cannot possibly be true. Can. Welcome back to the Chive Cast. Yeah. <laughs> Keep calm and A to Z horror on. <laughs> um, okay. So why does the demon slash Reagan react to the fake holy water? They never talk about it again, and it's like a whole Oh, thing. yeah, when he was like, oh, he's faking. It's from the book. Jesus Christ. Okay, so what does it mean in the book? In the book, <laughs> is this it goes even on. A book? What the hell? This is based on a book. It goes on way longer, and they they do the fake holy water, so the demon fucks with the priest. 
like it reacts to the holy water, and then when the priest tries to bring in more people from the church to get an exorcism approved, yeah, doesn't react to it for shit, right? He's because he's just fucking the, the 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 priest is trying to convince the mom that she doesn't need an exorcist by bringing more people from the church there, and when they sprinkle the holy water on it again, it just laughs at him and talks about uh, vulgar stuff. I don't. It's get part it. of the demon's plan to fuck with him. He's like lo- he's making the priest think it's fake. And it so isn't. they did all the work to set that up, and then they just decided not to do it. I assume so. Okay, that's I don't, my nitpick like, then. Okay, that would be a nitpick. Yes, <laughs> that had almost no sour cream on it, but fine. I don't like a lot of sour cream. Not a fan. It's too sour, and too creamy for that matter. We gotta go to race. <laughs> We over at A to Z Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how Corky St. Clair would rate how much he likes you and or your ass face. I just hate you and I hate your ass face. And for 10, think of how Otto would rate how sick Sam is. Wait a minute. You're telling me that Sam's not sick because he's always sick and we're sick because we're never sick? That's sick. Stories, the first category to rate these movies, Mark. Your pick, your story rating. I gave it a seven. Um, I mean, my main point here is just that the entire first quarter of the movie is completely unnecessary to exist. So I took about a quarter of the total rating scale off. (laughs) I don't think either of those things are mathematically accurate, but fine. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. 30% of the movie. (laughs) Look, I gave it a seven, too. Uh, It's hard to argue with. Um, It's also... I'm unaware of a very prevalent exorcism movie to come out before this. I know there was one that came out like a year prior to it, like a um, last broadcast Blair Witch kind of a situation. But, I mean, fuck, this did it for the exorcism movies, right? And uh, it's a really solid story. I think it's well put together. Jake. Yeah. Circle them. Seven. Great. We did it. World building and immersion, our second category. Mark, what's your world building and immersion score? I thought we were going to snake here because we do we're have- not snaking. Uh, it's your movie you're rating. Okay. He's uh, <laughs> so dejected. Yeah, I got really shut down hard on that one. Uh, I gave it a five. I, I think this movie's- I mean, the movie is way too long to start off, and I do appreciate the effect that the elongated process of- you know, testing all your medical and psychology options or whatever has for the story. But also I am like, so checked out for most of this thing. And then like, this is probably more a product of the times, but when you actually get to the exciting things, like you really, you only see like 50% of them. I mean, they, they kill off a whole bunch of characters and they're just like, wow, that was really gruesome. What we saw outside. Well, yeah, the really drunk guy dies off screen real hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just stuff like that, and I mean, you're into it a little bit, and when you are paying attention, you get rewarded with, like, the single-frame shots of the demon's face and stuff like that, so there is stuff there, but I do think it's still a little too long and a little too boring to be a little too slowly paced to be above average. Yeah, yeah, I mean, shit. I gave it a six. I'm not not that far off you. I think... The parts that are engrossing of this movie are engrossing in a way a lot. Not a lot of other movies are. Um, the, the the hopelessness that you feel for Reagan's mom really shines through, and then the exhaustion that both Father Karras and the old priest feel like when they're working on it are 
the both brutal. Yeah, the old priest. Yeah. Fuck. Um, it's it's just it's really good. Those parts are really good. They're put together by a lot of weird stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense, and it's hard to pay attention to. But they're there and they're high, so it's a six for me. Jake. Yeah, I'll keep climbing the ladder. I gave it a six and a half. Uh, Ooh. Pretty pretty much same thing Jack said. I, I do want to circle back on what I said earlier, though, about, and you touched on it, Jack, where you can feel the desperation, you can feel the exhaustion. This is a grueling experience, and they get to some of that. Yeah. At times, yeah, it can cause you to check out, but ultimately, I don't think think that this movie suffers that much for not necessarily showing you some of that stuff like you said mark i it shows you plenty and well you do yeah you do see quite a bit yeah you it shows you plenty and i think that what it doesn't it chooses not to show you is more than okay it's well placed it's immersive enough but it is a really long movie so it's hard to give it higher six and a half and i do want to i do want to put in here with Father Karras, this is one of the few instances where, like, the, the, the personal stuff that the demon starts talking about him that gets him, like, gets him a little too personally involved, and then mm-hmm. he gets kicked out of the room and all that stuff, and then he's, like, sitting on the bench downstairs, and she, why aren't you in there? All that stuff. That feels believable to me in a way that almost no other movie has ever made me feel, like, that they got under his skin, and sure. understandably so. Sure. Yeah, but also, in the same vein, there's a lot of weirdly punchy dialogue I wrote down a couple of these, like you know, the, the lines that are like, did you have to pass an illiteracy test to get this job type of sassy <laughs> yeah, stuff? I remember that shit. Uh, that for every moment where it is like that sort of believable exchange at the end, you have this weird stuff that's like, yeah, okay, that is 100% someone delivering a line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll buy that. Don't disagree. Yeah, I think, I mean, we, we all gave it a very, very Mid- similar score. Middling, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I gave it below average. You guys went above average, but yeah. Sure. <laughs> all around the line of average. Scare sure. factor. That's going to bring us to Scare Factor. Mark, what's your Scare Factor score? Uh, This might be a hot take. I'm actually very curious to see what you guys give it. I gave it a five and a half. I do not think this is a particularly scary movie whatsoever, and neither did 12-year-old me. Um, I remember being very disappointed by this You're very brave, Mark. It was supposed to be like, like you guys said, build is the The scariest scariest movie movie ever, and it it just didn't affect me whatsoever. So, honestly, from a personal rating, which is probably what I should be giving this, it should be much lower. But I do have to recognize that there's... Wait, you're saying it should be much lower than what you just gave it? Yeah. It should be much lower than what? A five and a half. Five and a half. I'm giving it a five and a half because it is billed as the scariest movie ever. And, I mean, it did legitimately traumatize a child. I think you're just lashing out right now. That's what I think is happening. (laughs) I'm angry, man. I have so much anger inside of me. I know you do. I give it a six. Um, okay. I this is, but this Jack's is flashing out too. <laughs> this is the op. This is the opposite, though. This scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Like I, I watched this. Uh, I, I've talked before about the uh, the Sega Genesis household. I used to watch scary movies at. I wasn't allowed to watch at home when I was a little too young to be watching them. I watched this over there. Um, and what the hell is a Sega Genesis household from the wrong side of the tracks, buddy? You know this. Shut up, Mark. Okay. This podcast brought to you by Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, good of household. course for nice kids. <laughs> I was very Christmassy about his video game distinctions. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a scary movie. I, I don't give yes. a lot of movies, even a six. Um, it's wow. very brave. 
it's hard to be it's hard to be that scared consistently throughout but this thing does a lot of stuff right the effects are a big part of it reagan is fucking freaky throughout the whole thing her distorted voice is freaky it works the neck turning around works the pea soup works it's it's freaky it's just a little too disjointed and inconsistent to be properly one of the scariest movies ever for me but it is scary six jake i'm just looking through our our average scare factor score and by that token Jack, you're technically the bravest. I am the bravest. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> End I, episode. Look, Jack's I, the bravest I'm, I'm, episode yeah, over. I'm climbing the ladder again. I gave this a seven. I, I want to not historically adjust a score like this. I understand why this movie carries the distinction that it does. Yeah. And I think that the moments exist, but it doesn't have quite the right pacing for those to carry the punch they need to have there are still moments that get me they really do and that's why i think that a score like what mark gave is a little bit low it really is like some of those like super liminal or whatever we fucking called them like that when you <laughs> the captain howdy things will go down as really great like one of the best things you can have like that is exemplary horror right there it's awesome and then there are plentiful scenes in this movie that are just classic and they are horror scenes, and they are scary. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, this movie in general, what we haven't talked about is, does religious horror get you, or does it not? And for me, it does not. Me so yeah. it's not going to have the highest ceiling possible, but it does a whole hell of a lot with what it's working with for someone like me. This is one of the more subjective scores. So seven for me. Don't want to historically adjust, but I kind of have to. It's a perfect rating system, Jake. Yeah. That's going to bring us to effects or judicious lack thereof. Mark. Seven and a half. Overall, this is a very good looking movie. Uh, <clears throat> you know, you got you to gotta appreciate the degree of difficulty they went for. This is mostly a makeup related movie, but I guess this was in your does middle, Jack. But to your point, you know, if you build a refrigerated room for a set, then you, you, get, some, you get some points for it. All right. What are you penalizing it for? There's some cheese to it as well, though. I mean, the pea soup vomit scene is great in and of itself, but also it's just like, it's just pea soup. They're just shooting pea soup out of a hose. Similarly, the the blood is What'd just like- What you want like, them to shoot? It's just Ublik? like cherry syrup, you know? You want them to shoot Ublik? Yeah. <laughs> I want Ublik, damn it. Uh, it it's, it's interesting. I give it a nine. Okay, I think that's fair. I mean, I'm not really all that pissed off at that rating, but... I did divorce this rating from all my concerns with how the results were achieved, right? Um, So all my ethical concern, whatever, whatever horse shit. You're ethically bankrupt. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm ethically... I'm a lawyer, Mark. That's uh, that's par for the course. Uh Um, But what was achieved in this movie is tremendous. All of the makeup looks good. The, The makeup on fucking... The old priest doesn't need to exist and just does. Like, you don't, nobody ever, I had no idea for however many years that that was all makeup on a 40-year-old man. And it is, for no reason I can discern. How the hell does that fit into our rating? How do effects so good you don't know their effects fit into this rating system? It bumps it way up for me. Does it? Or is it just like, wow, that was... I didn't even know that was there. (laughs) This would have been an almost the exact same movie without that effect. (laughs) Exactly. 
but but I mean, also they they sh- like Jake said, they show you a lot. They don't shy away from showing you shit in this movie. Is that a judicious thereof? Yeah, <laughs> it ju- it's just judiciously there. Yeah. It is, <laughs> and and I'm trying to think about things that actively look bad even now in 2018, and there's not a lot of it. It not fucking it. looks good. It's oh, 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 also, also, before we get too far into effects, tubular bells counts in this category. Sure, put yeah. it in there. Yeah, what did you give it? Part of it? I give it a nine. Oh, it's it's it isn't perfect, right? I don't think they're innovating or doing such fantastic things to give it a 10 in a way that I've given other movies a 10 to, but it is it is a 9. Like Mark, you said, it is it is pea soup that they're throwing on a person from a hose, but it looks really good. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's a 9. Jake? Uh, I gave it an 8.5, so I'm closer to you than Mark. I, mostly the same reasons. I think if I am picking out one visual effect, because I agree with everything we've said on the sound side, that I don't think looks as good, it is the scene where the help me happens on her Sure. Stomach. Ooh, yeah. uh, sure. The the ri- the ribs and everything look very plastic in that scene to me. Uh, that one just doesn't quite live up to some of the other effects that I think the movie had to offer. That's like the one though. And yeah. for other than that, it was very very good. So yeah. it's a high score. It's just not perfect. Yeah, that's bringing us to overall and overall on an important one, boys. The scariest movie of all time. Ah. Uh, Mark, <laughs> I just did a quick fact check, real quick. I just wanted to see something. Jack, you've given one other ten. You've given one ten total in to Psycho to Psycho. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Psycho definitively better than this movie. You set yourself up well to make that argument because they actually did do a shitload of innovation on that set. So, yeah. I mean, effects wise, I think so. Okay. There you go. Uh, overall, I gave this movie a five and a half. I don't really care for this movie. Um, religious you, horror really doesn't do it for Andy me. It's overly long. This is an upward correction than what I think I actually want to give it, but I do feel like it's a better <laughs> it's a better movie than the story allows it to be. Like like I was saying earlier, this thing is chock full of really cool and interesting shots and it made an absolutely iconic shot of the priest outside the house and also the staircase that is too long to be outside or whatever the fuck you said earlier, Jack, that was idiotic. But like, (laughs) Hey, 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 it's really, it's really well shot and like interesting to watch, but there's just too much of it. And it's just so disconnected from the individual pieces. If that, if that makes any sense. So ultimately I would not be looking forward to watching this one again, but I do appreciate it. It is an absolutely a part of, Film history. Okay. Interesting. I'm I'm at a seven with this movie. I think this is a great movie. Every time I watch it, I think I forget how good the performances of the, the leads are. Hmm. And I think you guys have recency bias. You're, you're just thinking about, about the last half hour of the movie. <laughs> it, it's, Mark, to your point, it's absolutely not a perfect movie. There's <laughs> there's a lot here. But I, I can't, and I keep coming back to 1973. Jesus. It's, it's a really good movie, and it holds the fuck up. Mm-hmm. It's a seven for mm-hmm. me, Jake. I gave it a seven and a half. Yeah, I, I. This is a good movie, and I echo what Mark said about religious horror. Really doesn't do it for me. It's not my cup of tea. But this movie's still great. But this movie has a lot. Everything that's happening contained within that larger whole is really cool 
and that should be celebrated basically totally so it, some of that is obviously subjective though this is a perfect rating system i think perfect rating systems can contain subjectivity that hold it back but it's it's a movie that is uh it's, a, it's certainly higher than what mark gave it yeah yes i Andy mean factually fucking... you gave it a higher score than i did it's hard to argue with <laughs> no it's factually yes now ordinarily this is where we'd have ernie you know determine we I haven't have... seen Ernie in a month, dude. Oh, he's he... still at my house. I haven't shipped him back. I like having him here. He talks to me. <laughs> oh, jeez. So Mark, Mark, hey, has Mark been... how was your day at work? <laughs> and I say, hey, Ernie, it was pretty good. How was your day at home? And he says, oh, I got kind of bored and read some books. Is Ernie a redneck? Have you turned Ernie into a redneck? Well, no, he lives I... in Utah now. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a, he's just an average Joe Ernie six-pack, you know? <laughs> He's just a dude trying to weigh in on arguments. That's what he's here for. Well, then let me ask you this, Mark, because this is what okay. I was getting towards. Do you think he's capable of determining a fight between you and Jake as to why you should or shouldn't watch this movie? Because I don't think he is, frankly. I assure you he is very impartial. Highly impartial. He is as impartial as he was designed to be. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I don't trust Well, it. that's just because you're a troglodyte. <laughs> I'm a troglodyte. Yeah. Isn't that the person? Aren't those the people who are afraid of technology? Do you mean a Luddite? Luddite. He's a, you're a Luddite. <laughs> you called me a fucking troglodyte, which I think is a mythical creature. Yeah. <laughs> you're a trilobite. <laughs> I mean, you might so be in any case, too. I'm going to make my argument. Mark just said that. That's what Mark's argument was. And yeah. also. Yeah. It was a it was an imperial porter. And also, Mark said that he already did this thing where he watched it with buddies and didn't have beers. But you were young, so whatever. I'll forgive that little miss. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, look! Okay. This is the scariest movie of all time. Say people. So why not watch it with your buddies and drink some beers and make that determination for yourself? Like, just go in, see how people react. And I think the one thing we forget going through this experience where we watch a lot of horror movies is that movies are scary to people who don't watch a lot of horror movies. And there's a reason that people who don't watch a lot of horror movies think that they are scary. And this movie has a lot of those elements in it. And it was made in 1973. So that's Fuck an yeah, interesting thing. Okay. I End argument. Say. Go. Uh, first off, <laughs> I feel like you've already said everything you're capable you, of saying. You said troglodyte. That's what you said. Well, I'm glad you brought that back up because the definition of troglodyte is a hermit or a person who is regarded as being deliberately ignorant or old fashioned. So I'm pretty sure I used that exactly right. I think, no, I think you were still you aiming were for Luddite. Definitely thinking of Luddite. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't troglodyte as... and Luddite are Mark, close to Mark, being on the con- on the continuum of trilobite to luddite, you were more on the luddite side. So congratulations. Also, you guys thought that troglodyte was a mythical creature. Jack did. I. It is used in mythology. I don't think that's true at all. It was bet. a monster in here. Hold on, I gotta resume my role. Hold on, I gotta see your bet. Bet. Uh, what, what, how, how is this going to be adjudicated? I don't know. <laughs> Listener. <laughs> this is my role. It was an infantry class in Heroes Mark, of Might and Magic argument. 3. Just do your argument. Do is it. Is what I'll say. Do it. Okay, so you come over to somebody's house, and you're like, guys, I have the movie we're going to watch. Check this out. It's two hours long. 
Yeah. The first 20 minutes are about a guy who is not in the rest of the movie walking around Iraq. It's not scary at all. And at one point, it's just like a close-up of two dogs kind of fighting a little Why bit. Why would you sell it that way? And then and then your friends are like, okay, that's... A, but then it turns into a horror movie, and you're like... Why no, are your friends okay that with point, that? point, it turns into a girl who's just trying to, like, relate to her mom and stuff, but she has, like, severe ADHD or something, and then they do some, like, medical procedures or whatever, and they're like, oh, so, so then it turns into a horror movie. And you're like, well, no, because then they do, like, psychology stuff, and it's still just, like, a lot of character development... But but I tell you what, that last half hour when things start to happen, man, that's something. Okay, Mark is just giving like a, a real clown. Mark is giving a scathing indictment of his ability to sell people on a movie. Yeah. Uh, that's what you're signing people up to watch with this movie. You have to watch at least an hour of bullshit before you get to the actual. Do you understand content. the place that The Exorcist occupies? Let, I would be interested, if nothing else, than to just see how people react to the thing in real time. If that's what we're experiencing watching this, my interest is people go into this knowing if you're not a horror person, you know, you still, you think, you know, so how are you going to react when you actually see it? Are you going to feel like what you're saying now? Like, what the fuck did I just watch? Are you going to be scared? I mean, that's exactly what our watching party was in junior high was, hey guys, this is the scariest movie ever, apparently. Like I said, my parents are letting us watch it and- Everyone who was there permanently for that evening was just like they, we all walked away and we were just like oh okay so missing I, beers I, results no. unusable yeah I mean that's fair we were we were not trashed as thirteen year olds too bad yeah. fucked up prime time A baby real big missed opportunity there <laughs> look I'm Ernie's giving me some eyes they are on fire but they is giving me some eyes and he is telling me that Mark loses hey buddy stop putting words in my mouth. <laughs> He doesn't say he wins. He just says Mark loses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I can't say you won. Look, I, I got to agree with him on that point. Yeah, whatever. Ernie Everybody sucks. loses, and the world's going to end soon. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a downer We've to got to leave. Fuck. One, Mark, you got to get Ernie out of there. Yeah, Ernie's not doing nihilist. well. I've had today. him locked up in this room for way too long. He got into my literature. He got into the philosophy section. Started reading some Nietzsche. It's been a problem. Jesus Christ. So I one thing that we do have to clarify is that we are at the end of our picks, but guess what next week is? I honestly don't know. Next week is Thanksgiving week. Oh, oh shit. And that means we should probably try to watch something with a turkey killing people in it, doesn't it? Yeah, so we're going to watch uh, the Troma movie. No. no. <laughs> we already did that. <laughs> yes, no, we're watching it again. We're watching it again, right, Mark? It's everybody's favorite uh, Jack, movie. Jack, if, if you want, you can watch that one again. No, thanks. Let's do it again. I will not be weighing in on it. I don't even remember what it's called. That was called. Chicken, by the Full way. Full Treegeist is what oh, that was yeah. Chicken. Don't watch it. Listener, if you're out there and you haven't watched it, continue. Yeah, absolutely. I like how Jack wanted to watch it again, though. No, I didn't. I was doing a bit. We're going to watch Thanksgiving next week. Because oh, shit. why not? Because better than... Well, I mean... It's the definitive Thanksgiving horror movie. Why not? Next week's going to be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm about to tell you that again. But, but, this has been episode 110 of the A to Z Horrorcast. Check out everything we have going on. Head over to A to Z Horror.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. That's Facebook, that is Twitter, and those links are right down there in the description below. 
As always, grab that phone that I'm sure you're listening to this podcast on, whatever podcasting app you choose, get on in there. Give this a like, rating, review. You do you. I've been saying that all episode. (laughs) Or, hey, just send it on over to somebody you know who likes horror, likes humor, whatever. Believe it or not, that helps a whole hell of a lot. As always, the music's been coming out from Super Fair. That link's down there in the description below as well. And as we just selected and mentioned, next week is Thanksgiving week, and we're going to be reviewing not poultry guys jack but Thank what you. thanks kill it and until then get your buddies grab some beers and go watch some more movies have a great week everybody there's uh, too many dill mitt mick knees <laughs> n- nailed it